Hello everyone, for episode two, we'll be discussing business transactions during the pandemic. This was a highly requested discussion topic. If you have questions about purchasing a business or selling a business during these times, you'll definitely want to listen to the episode. Hope you guys enjoy and again, don't forget to subscribe. Thank you. Welcome to the Inside an Indian Country podcast, your premier source of accounting and business discussions affecting Indian country. Presented by REDW. Before I go into any introductions, I think it'd be prudent of us to first express that the opinions expressed in this podcast are for general informational purposes only, not intended to provide any specific advice or recommendations for any individual transactions or any product. We want to provide this more for education for our clients and anyone out there interested in this field or have a situation in which they feel like business valuation would be necessary. Mr. Fulton here is a principal at RDW, has approximately 25 years professional experience in both industry and public accounting. He served as an expert witness, actively providing litigation support services in areas of accounting, economic damages, and business valuation. And he's a certified valuation analyst. I'm going to go ahead and turn over to Brian here real quick, just to provide a general recap of what you do for tribes. Thanks, Wes. You're correct. I've been working in the valuation and transactional space for about 25 years. I have been with REDW for three years. I moved from Detroit three years ago to Phoenix metro area. And since joining REDW, I've been assisting tribal enterprises with both investing and divesting helping with valuation and financial due diligence and just overall evaluation of, of certain investments. So uh, happy to be here and share some of my experiences and knowledge. So we're currently holding this podcast in what we consider maybe midway point of the pandemic. You know, at, at this point, I think many of us have experienced some sort of hardship in that fashion. And as tribal leaders and individuals who make decisions for tribes on a daily basis, some may consider this an opportunity to number one, invest or number two, divest, depending upon what type of investments you have. And in this case, Brian, with your expertise, would be mainly for transactional analysis. So for those of you, what that means, let's suppose your tribal governor or chairman or president, you get a lot of um, opportunities come across your desk, especially now with some distressed assets, people coming to you regarding potential investments or joint ventures. So we really want to provide this podcast to generalize the thought process you should have when, when going through something like this, or if something ever does come across your path, just so you have a general understanding of what questions you should ask or should be looking for. Now, obviously, there are many nuances and variables that come into play, but it's always good just to have a, some good insight for your own financial literacy. Brian, with that being said, what is your current take of current market opportunities? So it's definitely an interesting market. The country is in a recession. The stock market is at an all-time high. So you have to pause and scratch your head. Why, why is this happening? My understanding or my opinion on what's going on, people are optimistic. Experts are cautiously optimistic. And when you think about valuation and what a business might be worth, we're talking about 
the future. We're talking about future expectations. We certainly care about what businesses or enterprises generate historically, what the enterprise generates in terms of cash flow today. But more importantly, we're more concerned as an investor, if we are looking at M&A deals or investing in a company or an enterprise, on what's going to happen in the future. And if people are optimistic, valuation multiples are going to go up and prices of enterprises are going to go up. So here we are today recording this podcast and we have the rollout of vaccines. And so the hope is that these vaccines will be successful and it'll end social distancing, that there'll be more stimulus funding and more income to spend. And, you know, you kind of take these main two items and that's kind of where we're at in terms of why why the market's up, why we're in a recession. Then when you think about the M&A market, which is very similar to what's going on with the stock market and whatnot, M&A activity is typically linked to economic growth and confidence. So although we are seeing a lot of activity right now in terms of merger and acquisition and valuation multiples and a lot of different industry winners, it doesn't mean that this environment isn't contending with several new challenges that the pandemic has brought. So I'm assuming you know, if, if I were a travel leader and I had no clue really what the market is, I tend to probably get some proposals come across my desk to buy some real estate, some sort of joint venture where you know maybe it's it's like an entertainment part they want to put next to my casino or you know something to that effect. What should I consider as a buyer? And then also, let's just say I'm also, on the other hand, have a an asset that I might want to sell. What things do you think I should consider in this current market? You know, especially given what's been changed with respect to the pandemic. Well, another another good set of questions, Wes. Thanks. Yeah. When we're talking about investing in an enterprise or divesting or selling in enterprise. We have to think about you know why. Let's start with maybe from a seller's point of view. What I'm seeing in the marketplace is a lot of enterprises that are going to market looking for either to be bought out 100% or to sell part of their enterprise interest is they need they need resources. They need something like cash to you know weather the current economic climate this pandemic. There's also with the rollout of the vaccines and with this like cautious optimism, there's a window of opportunity to take your enterprise to market and people that are owners might be concerned about the future. Will the vaccine rollout work? Will the vac- you know, will this pandemic continue? So there is a window of opportunity. There's this hope. And so we are seeing in a lot of industries pretty healthy and high valuation multiples. So there is a window to sell. I've also seen a lot of sellers, they've weathered the pandemic and, you know, no one's certain about what's going to happen in the future. And, you know, should the vaccine not work, should the virus mutate, they don't want to go through this again. And they, they survived once and, and they want out. So they're looking for a liquidation event. So we're seeing a lot of highly motivated sellers. Now, on the flip side, you mentioned buying there's also great opportunities to invest in enterprises. 
So going back to valuation multiples, we can think of industry winners and industry losers. What we've seen over the last almost year is that an industry loser is the hospitality industry. So hotels barely surviving. So a definite loser of an industry so far. But again, as I kind of mentioned at the beginning, valuation is a future looking exercise. So if we think that hotels are going to survive and rebound, you know, might be a good investment opportunity. On the flip side, people want to travel or they want to go on a vacation or whatnot. Although they may not be flying in an airplane or staying at a hotel, take the RV market. People are investing or leasing RVs. This is an industry winner. So they're diverting dollars from like the hospitality industry to something like the RV market. Just a real simple example. So there's opportunity, whether it's lower valuation multiples or even higher valuation multiples, which from buyer side, you don't want to pay more. But if you have a lot of expectation that things are going to continue, the RV market is going to continue because people are now getting into this RV travel or whatnot. So sure, the multiples may be up, but maybe it's here to stay. Maybe this market is going to continue to grow. So again, it's all about expectation and there could be some great opportunities. You also have motivated sellers for the three or four reasons I mentioned previously. You'll also have a lot of sellers who are eager to exit. They're willing to to work with a buyer and be creative on the deal structure. So you can not necessarily have traditional closings with cash and earn out that people are getting creative. There's a lot of opportunities for both the buyer and seller in this market. Maybe one more comment. We kind of said, well, you know, wh- why why sell? We identified, you know, a lot of a lot of reasons, but why acquire? We talked about, you know, the sellers are motivated, the valuation multiples may be high or low, but there could be good growth. But there's also other objectives too, like getting into a new market. So maybe if a tribe is interested in getting into a new product or market or even eliminate some competition in a certain market, it might be a good time to acquire. So really, it's a function of just what current market prices are and looking forward on what you expect that industry to do. That really has a play in how a price comes back to you or a price comes to you if you're either a buyer or a seller. So I guess one of the things that if I were in a leadership position, I always tend to think that, well, hand this project over to the specialists and then it's some sort of black box. You know, obviously, Brian, you have the credentials, the experience. Why would it be important to really vet out who you have to perform your analysis? Some people think just because somebody's a CPA or they've been in public accounting for a long time, as proposals for these valuation services come across your desk, what are some good things to look at? For instance, from your background, you're a certified valuation analyst. So what kind of credentialing would be important to look at when when choosing the right uh, person to perform your valuation? You first want to be comfortable and trust whatever advisor you choose to work with, because ultimately you your team. The objective is to either invest or divest, and you want to do it 
successfully and you want to make sure that advisor has your best interest. Having a trusted advisor, I, I would say is number one. Number two, in terms of credentials, there are a couple valuation credentials that are kind of deemed as the gold standard. I would ask if you're getting a valuation done, whether it's formal or informal, what kind of experience, what kind of credentials that professional has, because there are business brokers out there. These are people who help buy and sell businesses. And typically, not always, but typically a business broker does not perform a full valuation, nor do they have valuation credentials. It's kind of a back of the napkin type of calculation because at the end of the day in a transaction it's about negotiations there's there's definitely a gap between what price and value knowing what something is worth performing evaluation that's looking at quantitative data it's looking at economic industry and financial data price on the other hand that's looking at probably quantitative data but it's also incorporating things like emotion greed things like that, which can't be quantified. So a business broker, though I'm not one, I'm just assuming, would typically you know, focus on the negotiations and trying to bridge the two parties to agree on a price, and they're not actually going through the value. A real quick example is we helped a one of our clients. They were investing in a tribal enterprise and had us perform evaluation, and there was a huge gap between what the seller wanted and and our valuation. And we were able to substantiate the value and the seller realized that they weren't even at a reasonable asking price. And we really helped bridge the gap with all the, all the work and analyses and our ultimate deliverables. So, so looking at valuation credentials regarding the due diligence, typically look again for you need to trust the individuals. You need to hopefully have good experience, whichever advisors you're using. And then the CPA credential is also helpful knowing that there are CPAs that are part of the due diligence team because again, due diligence is financial due diligence is really digging into the financials to try to substantiate that what was reported is is fair and reasonable. So in closing, it's always important to have somebody with experience, you know, you know, walk you through the process. Have you gained an understanding of the process? And lastly, once the transaction is completed, what's after that? So Brian, you know, just with that, you know, do you have any additional words of wisdom for our listeners? I think uh, that sums it up quite well, Wes. You don't know what you don't know and always building the right team to help with a transaction, whether it's investing in an enterprise or divesting. If it's the right team, if you trust the team members and they're experienced and you hopefully will get all the information needed to make a good reasonable decision because as i said the theme here today is future expectations and obviously no one has a crystal ball to know what's going to happen but uh surrounding ourselves with the right team members and the right data and information and analysis might at least help make a more informed decision. Lastly, Brian, what I forgot to include, my apologies. Where can people find you? Sure. Thanks again, Wes. So obviously I'm with REDW. I can be found at REDW.com. I'll give my email 
quickly. It's the letter B as in boy, F as in Frank, O-L, T as in Tom, Y, N as in Nancy, at R-E-D-W.com. All right. Well, that concludes our podcast, and we appreciate everybody allowing us into your office or home, and hope everybody stays safe. And, you know, in my people's language, thank you. We will see you again. Thank you for listening. We hope this time has benefited you. For more information or to connect, please visit redw.com.